time for another wrestling podcast. All right, all right, all right. Are you fucking kidding me? Guys, I got blocked again on Twitter. I'm your mark of marks. That's the most reliable source on the interwebs. The social assassin at your disposal, bitches. This is the official road to WrestleMania. It used to start with the Royal Rumble, but now we got two pay-per-views in between. Fastlane is done, gentlemen. And now it's technically the official road to WrestleMania. Four weeks just under. Are are you guys feeling it yet? Because as you saw, our uh, social media whiz, Minority Mike, got the the interwebs, got the, the, the tweeters, the Twitters. Talking about a 17 alleged, allegedly, right? Alleged matches allegedly. possible for WrestleMania. This is, uh, we got to get into it. Because like WrestleMania, <laughs> it's it's just getting out of hand. Guys, are you ready for it? It's turning more into like a festival than an actual like event. <laughs> it's That's fucking what, a weekend like Lilith Fair. No, but, but this shit is crazy. You know what they're doing this year? What? This is nuts. They're having a tailgating party in the parking lot. True story. I don't know what time it starts, but they're doing like a tailgating party in the parking lot a couple hours before doors open. And if you come from Mania Crawl, you can go right to the tailgate <laughs> and then miss the eight hours of WrestleMania that will happen afterwards because you'll be too drunk and passed out by the time you get in there. Wow. This is great idea. God. Not. God damn. What are they going to put like a ring in the parking lot and have like a pre... A fucking, what you call it? What is this? A pub crawl? Not a pub crawl. Yeah, it's like a pub crawl. Yeah, but it's a, a no, mania no, no, crawl. No, 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 not the mania crawl. I'm not talking about that awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about the tailgate party in the parking lot, because I, I, I vaguely remember some shitty promotion doing like a tailgate party outside, and they were gonna put a ring in a parking lot or some shit like that. I vaguely remember. And have like uh, a shitty match in the park. Wasn't that like big time wrestling or some shit like that? Was that uh, Mania a couple years ago? I fucking I don't know. I don't really think it matters. Either way, it's a dumb fucking idea. Now you said what? A rumored seventeen matches? 17. Allegedly. 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 Oh, it's gonna be close at least to that, if not. Allegedly. Oh my god. And then that's that's including multi-man matches. Man. I had I had a I had a brilliant idea. Tell me if I'm wrong, but okay. The whole weekend, everybody's in town, right? Everybody's putting on a show that weekend. But if WWE really wanted to own it, they could—they have the the abundance of shows. They have the talent. Why not do NXT Friday? Uh, Saturday would be like the A, the B squad WrestleMania. Like it's the it's a it's a WWE event with main roster people, but not the A listers, if you will. And then Sunday, you put like the best of the best in it, like. It's so much, man. I'm just thinking about it because last WrestleMania, I think we talked about it. I sat there for the whole entire show. I didn't get up to pee. I wanted to soak it in. And now I'm like, man, I'm probably not going to be able to drink anything before Mania or else I'm going to have to get up and piss every two minutes. I don't know. I think, Cooter, you brought something up how they should split it up in the two days. Like this year, a couple years ago. I did say something along those lines. And what made me think of that is doesn't like New Japan have like a show that's like a couple of days long? It's like a tournament or something, some well, shit like they that. Have, they have the G1, um, the G1 tournament. Um, that it, it's exhausting to watch. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the G1 tournament is kind of like a round robin tournament where they have two pools, 
and it goes on from I I, I want to say from and I might be wrong from like the end of June or July to the end of August early September and it's a lot I, I mean you have to be really dedicated to to keep up with that so that and that's the only thing that I can really think of mm, I don't know but I th- I, I want to say there was a maybe it might have might have even been maybe it was Ring of Honor but it was it was just a fucking uh, a run of shows it was like two or three days oh, in a row I think. no I know I'm, I don't mean to cut you off I think I know what you're talking about now yes. it's Ring of Honor it's uh, War of the Worlds that's what it was thank you there we go hmm. yeah, yeah they- so I mean it was like two two maybe three shows three days in a row I remember you talking about it one day on, on the episode which is what made me think well why doesn't WWE do something like that I mean you you actually think it's going to be that hard for them to even get like a smaller arena for the night before? I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do that though. I mean, it's not. It's just the fact that like they kind of consider the WrestleMania to be the Super Bowl. It's yeah. like the big big event, and it's they're not going to downgrade WrestleMania to an arena anymore. It, no, I'm not talking. I'm I'm saying the day before. I mean, fuck. Even even the fucking. NFL has the Pro Bowl now the week before. before. <laughs> no one watches I'm the Pro Bowl. I'm, but, but that's exactly right. But yeah. you know what? People will still go to it. Most people aren't going to watch it on TV. But if you get a chance to go and get a cheap seat and fuck a Pro Bowl, yeah, you might check that out and go and get fucked up or, and, and, and try and have a good time. I mean, it's not WrestleMania. But you know what? It could be something part of WrestleMania weekend. I mean, fuck NXT. It, it, that they have their WrestleMania card. Why can't the Scrubs have a card? I, I feel so bad though. It's like every year you get the the first ever annual Battle Royals. They keep just getting bigger and bigger now. To where you have so many guys that come back for a return match, like Batista, to Kurt Angle, to all these other people, and then you get like other talent like the Apollo Crews, the Dana Brooks, that just they're there but they're not using them. To where it doesn't have to be called WrestleMania the Saturday. Like it could be called, be called whatever else, but it's just a part of WrestleMania weekend. Scrubamania! Scrubamania. <laughs> the Razzies, right? Isn't that like the, the, the rewards for like the, the worst things to go on? But oh, it's just something to separate it though. Because like you think about it, yeah, they have to, it's like they over have to, they have to outdo themselves every year. It has to be three hours. Now it's four hours. Now it's all day. You know, it's like, come on. Like, so, man, it's a lot of wrestling. Let, let, let's break this down. What we, what we know as of right now, this card looks like. So you have, you have uh, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte. That's one. You have the Universal title match, Seth and Brock. That's two. You have Triple H and Batista, three. Um, what, what else was confirmed? Yeah, well, Kurt, Kurt Angle's retirement yep. match. Kurt Angle's retirement match, which is most likely going to be John Cena. That's that's four. Yes, four. We just announced uh, today Randy Orton, AJ Styles. That's yeah. five. Official. Um, what else? Shane McMahon versus The Miz. That is Shane not McMahon a WrestleMania match. Jesus. That is six. And the cruiserweight um, title, right? The, the cruiserweight title match. For the pre-show, I'm sure. It, that's still included, though. Then you have the women's battle royal, the men's battle royal. Uh, you have the intercontinental title match, um, which could be a one-on-one or a multi-man match. You have. You don't both- even know that. You don't even know if they're going to have an IC title match. Yeah, they're gonna have the icy title. They, they've always, they've had years where that fucking belt wasn't on the line because the champion was in some other 
bullshit of a fucking match. No, the past couple years it's been on on the line. I'm just saying it's, it's like the, possible. That's just like the ladder matches down now too. I feel like they they don't have good one on ones. They're just like a you know ladder match for the belt. I have ten fingers up right now. Ten <laughs> matches. Okay. The, the new tag team champions, the women's right. You got another one. I didn't even count the the SmackDown women's title. Uh, oh my god, guys! Like this they is gotta gonna be a that. Fight in yeah. my seats. Boy, am I glad we got a hotel? Holy fuck! <laughs> I would feel bad for whichever. Of us would have to drive home that night. Yeah. After for real. Because my up. ass, the last thing it's going to want to do is sit down in a car with you fucking marks <laughs> two hours on the way home, you know, when we've already been sitting on our ass for probably what looks to be 10 to 12 hours. <sighs> yeah. Well, I... I... I'll tell you this. I reached out to a buddy of mine who works for the WWE, my buddy Nick. Um, big drop or a big shout out to my buddy Nick Daw. We all know Nick. Nick Daw. Mm-hmm. Punk Sock Crew. Um, and I reached out to him and I said, hey, you know, asking for a friend. <laughs> How bad are your tickets? How bad are the seats? <laughs> How bad are the seats in the upper deck behind the stage? Oh, no. And his response was was not good. Not good, <laughs> not good at the, all. The Statue of Liberty. Now we're gonna throw in the goddamn Empire State Building. You're gonna be <laughs> sitting behind New York City at MetLife Stadium. That's it. Yeah, he's he's gonna be on the Jersey side. <laughs> uh, standing in the hall. Well, no, it, I'm not gonna be in Jersey because from what the WB has been promoting, <laughs> the wrestling is happening in New York. That. Uh, yeah, I guess technically it is in New Jersey. Well, yeah, the 29, though, they definitely promoted in New York, New Jersey, so they wanted to give... This, uh, this year, it's, okay. it's New York City. Is <laughs> <laughs> that fuck Jersey. We're not going to say that. We're, we're in New York City. Oh, it's, so, it's, it's, it's going to the... It's going to... The stadium's in New Jersey, and they're calling it New York, and it's always been the thing for people that don't live over here in the East Coast with the Giants, the New York Giants, the New York Jets. It's not the... You know, and they're playing in Jersey, but they're New York team, and... It's just funny that, that it's like they don't even count Jersey. It's like we don't want to talk about it. Just uh, just imagine the foreigners when they get off the plane and they're just like, where do where we go to New York? <laughs> we need to go to New York. We're looking for MetLife, New, New York. Why did they fly me into Newark? <laughs> like, and then they, they find out they have to go to Jersey when they made all their hotel accommodations in New York. Feels so bad. They are The WB is confusing the fuck out of these international people. You know what, though? It's It's... It's interesting. I never realized how easy it is to get to the city from from where the stadium is. Because I think Credo, where we're staying, I stayed in that hotel for twenty nine, wherever the fuck it was, and you can literally take the bus right into the city and be in there within a half an hour. So it's not yeah, train too, but depending on how late they run. But yeah, Yeah. you you could take it from Port Authority if you're in Manhattan. I was looking at it. If you're in Manhattan, you could take that that bus, and if there's not crazy amount of traffic, you'll be there in, le- in about a half hour, not even. Yeah, it's not bad. So I mean, it's pretty reasonable if you if you know your way around. Yeah. Well, but you got to remember, it's WrestleMania weekend, and it's New York City going into New Jersey. There's going to be a shitload of traffic. Yeah, yeah, right there because that's that's what happened to me because uh, we stayed in Jersey and we left from Jersey to go to the Hall of Fame that night. 
and we probably should have left a lot earlier, and it was like probably, I don't know, like an hour before or something. I forget what we left. Maybe two hours before, at least two hours, and then we got on the into the tunnel. It was going slow. Then as we got into New York, it was just like in a standstill because of all the traffic, and we we missed like somebody. I think we walked in on after the first inductee of the Hall of Fame. Like we, I was so pissed because it's like you paid for this, right? And fucking yeah. late. But anyway, that's New York City traffic, guys. Before we get into anything, I want to say it. we we are on that road to WrestleMania. We talked about the alleged 17 matches that are probably going to happen. <laughs> uh, but let's go back a little bit because this week, you know, Kurt Angle said he's going to retire at WrestleMania. They didn't pr- probably really know what they were going to do a few months ago, but now they've figured out of giving him a retirement match at WrestleMania. Now, it sucks because I remember like a year or two years ago, whatever it was, uh, he was still doing some awesome matches on the independence. He gets brought into WWE and uh, they barely used him. Like I remember they used him as part of the shield and some other like little matches, but and that was an emergency because that was the meningitis card. Yeah. And I wonder if like someone was like worried about his health or something, because I mean, he's I definitely lost a few steps. Crudo. I mean, age, yeah. you know, you just can't help it. He, he looks He's he's visibly you know uh, slower in the ring. He, he I, I don't he doesn't look very comfortable. I'll be honest with you. I, sometimes like I worry about him in there. It's one of the few guys, and I love Kurt Angle. And and my hope was to see you know a couple of dream matches like him and Daniel Bryan. But you know, like with with his performance as of late, it's not something that I think would be. Of high quality, and I hate saying that because I love me some Kurt Angle, but god damn, at what point do we want to get him the fuck out of there before he starts looking like Ric Flair in that last year or two? Now, and in all, I almost recognize this happening in TNA really quick because they had a. T- I went to a TNA house show years ago, and this is when Kurt Angle was still wrestling with AJ Styles there. That's how long ago it was. But oh, okay. Even then, however many years that was ago he was, like, having trouble walking into the ring and getting out of the ring, like, after the matches. I don't know if he was on some, like, painkillers or what at that time, but, he, like, his... Just watching him, physically watching him as an outside, just watching him walk into the ring and walk out of it, it was like he had so much trouble just walking those steps, but when he's in there, he turned into, like, a a beast and just did the motions, you know what I mean? And I don't know if his knees are going or that was, I don't know. I don't know what kind of drugs he was on, but there, there was a sling of fucking uh, cards knees, that thought. he was on. It was, it was the Poughkeepsie jinx. That's it. Like, because remember when he got moved over to the ECW brand in his first WWE run? Yeah. And then they had an ECW house show. He was supposed to be the main event versus Tommy dreamer in a, in a fucking extreme rules match. And then he got, he asked for his release. It was like a f- couple of days before the show. And then TNA ran a house show in the Civic Center. And I think that's when he had a, a, another neck surgery. Mm. So there was like a, there was another show after that where I don't even think – I think he was advertised and he was hurt again. And he could – so it was like three cars in a row that I remember going and I had never gotten to see him uh, live in the Civic Center. You know, it's funny. It's funny yeah. you bring that up because I remember years ago. I mean, I'm talking about before that show. SmackDown did a house show. Yes. In the Civic Center, and I remember one of the matches was Big Show versus Brock, Brock Lesnar. Yes, he was. Yeah. And Angle was not on that card, and I was pissed off because I wanted to see Kurt Angle, and he was not on that card. I don't know for whatever reason he was active on the roster. He just 
wasn't a part of that tour that went to Poughkeepsie. You know what's funny? I still remember Paul Heyman on the mic that night. Do you remember that, Columbus? Yes. That was probably one of the funniest things, Credo, I've ever seen because the, the whole crowd is chanting ECW for Paul Heyman. And, like, he gets visually, like, you know, rattled, you know, thanking the crowd. He goes, and it, he starts talking about ECW. He's like, how, how you know, how uh, thanking the crowd. And he realizes how ECW was, as a company, was as worthless as a woman from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, he just healed the shit out of everybody. What was the main event that, no, he was supposed to, I think he was there. Kurt Angle and Edge, wasn't it, for the main I event? I don't, I don't think – I think he was advertising and just uh, for whatever reason he wasn't on that card. But that's neither here nor there. Huh. We're on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> Speaking of WrestleMania, guys, I'm, I, I've been on like this like kind of like a kick lately. I've been watching like classic WrestleManias and just kind of picking out matches for the hell of it. Like today I decided to watch Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at Love WrestleMania. It. 13 yeah, man. which that that's an underrated match oh yeah that is actually a very good match the story double turn right the double turn yeah, at the end double turn that was good that was uh the build-up was you know they're questioning brett's uh loyalty to the wwe and him oh, so being good. the character who he was that that was a great story they told yeah and this and i remember and the reason why i watched this because i listened to bruce pritchard's podcast the other day when they did the podcast on stone cold and they were talking about how Vince McMahon got so pissed off that Stone Cold got color in the match because mm-hmm. you know they had a no blood policy back then. So I decided to watch it, and it just everything that they said about it on that podcast was just exactly what it was. It was amazing. The storytelling, that match wouldn't have been anything without that blood. I hope we get something like that at WrestleMania, but it doesn't matter because I'm not going to be able to see blood from my seats. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but You're not going to be able to see the ring from your seats, bro. <laughs> ring binoculars. Oh, man. But his last match, I mean, everybody's saying Cena. That seems like the obvious choice, but I, I, is there anybody else? like And... and Whoever, Why is everybody saying Cena, Credo? I, I, I mean, because uh, Cena was his first match when he, right, or something like that, when he uh, came back, or when he started Cena? At a... Cena was the very first match that he had on the main roster, Cena's first match. Yeah. Uh, so that that's the a rumor, the alleged rumor going around that it's going to be Cena. I would personally rather see Cena and Samoa, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, that's what I was thinking, that they were because they keep name-dropping him during all those things. But this past weekend, this week on SmackDown, it kind of said that Joe's going to be involved with the four other guys in that U.S. title match. I think that's going to be your multi-man match. That could be your ladder match at WrestleMania for that U.S. title. I think that's the route they're going now, and I, I really do think that Cena's going to be the guy who's going to wrestle Angle. And, and they could do that out of a respect match. You know, kind of like how, like, you know, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair was at WrestleMania 24. That could be this match, but we already know what the the story at the end of the day is. That Angle's definitely retiring, well, well, which I, I think yeah. would be very good. Well, let me throw out a, one guy. Let me th- see what you think. Maybe you guys might think of somebody else, but a guy who I feel like they don't use – well, they probably could use better, and that's Elias. I feel like Elias has been around. He's paid his dues on the main roster uh, and, you know, he's had a gimmick everybody's loved. They love it. They hate it. Like, he's better as a heel. But, you know, why not give it to uh, an Elias? And especially, my my second part to this question is, does Kurt Angle go out on his back? Uh, as You always go out on your back. You always go out on your back. 
And you know what? I like that pick of Elias, but you know what? I'm gonna. I got another one for you. Mike Colon's sleeper pick, Chad Gable. Why not? In a classic think, Matt wrestling battle. I would I like that. I think that would be amazing. Like a split up but, the Rude thing, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. I think they have something going with him and Bobby Rude right now, which I don't know. A lot of people like it, and it's okay. I'm just not a fan of it because I think. Bobby Roode is an amazing heel on his own, and I think Chad Gable, if you just let him you know, be the amazing grappler that he is, I think he could be the next Kurt Angle, but, you know. He, he was great in NXT when he was doing the oh, whole ga- the towel gimmick. That was Kurt Angle, like, in a different world or whatever, and you, I, they could always split them up, I hope. Hopefully in the near future they do, do that. Do you remember the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the very first one in the semifinals when it was American Alpha versus mm-hmm. Rhino and Baron Corbin? Chad Gable was the star of that match. No I mean, shit. The shit he was doing. I mean, where he, he ran Corbin into the corner and then they rolled through and he just lifted Corbin like he was just a little lightweight and just German suplexed him. I mean, it was just incredible to watch. Who the fuck was Corbin's partner? Was it Samoa? Right. No. It was Rhino, that's right. Yeah, and that was the year that Finn Balor and Samoa Joe Samoa won. Joe won it, right, yeah. But that semifinal match was just amazing. Now, real quick with Kurt Angle to where he had a little bit of, he had a little window, a bigger window than Sting, but more, you know, a, a bigger window regardless for last run in the WWE. I feel, and this is where Jason Jordan gets a lot of my heat from, is that they made him his son. And it would have been perfect, we're not even talking about Jason Jordan, but it would have been perfect for Chad Gable. Like, without going the crazy route that, you know, your stepson's black. Why don't we just go (laughs) with the guy who actually looks like him and was a wrestler? And, you know, like, I'm sorry, but it was just like the obvious choice and they had to, like, do something ridiculous like that, and then look what happened. But not only just a wrestler, it was, it was Chad, Gable was, Chad Gable was an Olympic wrestler. Too. Yes, that's it's like it's it writes itself. Who's the <laughs> idiot that screwed that up? It's like Vince. Oh, oh. it would just I would <laughs> just because Vince has got to get that fucking comedy aspect. Uh, it's exactly. funny. It's funny because yeah. he's black. <laughs> and I remember when when this finally happened. I remember Mike doing that fucking impression. Here's an idea. You're going to be Kurt Angle's son. And it's going to be funny because his parents are black. His mom is black. Kurt likes the chocolate. It's (laughs) funny because it's true. I remember the memes coming out with uh, once that first happened. And then I I don't remember the storyline way back in the day with uh, Kurt Angle angle and booger t and how he was obsessed with charmel and like you know they were they were crossing the line yeah yep. everybody said it was charmel's son over there. oh man <laughs> well guys one last match though man john cena is that is everybody like that answer or do you think there's nobody else right i don't uh. think there's anybody else that fits in that spot honestly i mean well, and if there is if there is anybody else then you know tweet it to us please uh, i yeah. want to know speaking There's, of wait, wait 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 crazy idea what about probably one of kurt angle's best wwe matches i mean this isn't going to be a very long match if chris benoit gonna... no undertaker <laughs> Well, I heard that there's other plans for Taker, allegedly, and something will get it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Wait, wait, wait. So, so give me the Taker baloney. Let's move on. 
Well, so, I want to hear this. Allegedly, allegedly, okay, don't quote me. I'm just a messenger from my sources of the reliable interwebs. And that, that the reason why Finn Balor dropped the IC title was because they had plans for him to face Taker at Mania. Get the fuck out of here. That, well, allegedly. Alleged. Well, well, so, yeah, so that's a, some, there's a, a Twitter page, WrestleVotes, uh, that's broke some news that was credible and stuff so they said chatting with the source this morning one notable quote i'm figuring they took the ic off of finn for a reason i think they have something for him at mania uh but and also what dropped today is wallpaper for wrestlemania where you can download it on wwe and one of the pictures including it's brock lesnar roman reigns bobby lashley charlotte uh ronda rousey becky lynch seth rollins and demon Finn Balor uh, on on the picture and it's it's WrestleMania it's, it came out today so one of those things like why would they put the demon on there to advertise so it's, you know it's this is a, this is a WrestleMania season we all get worked up on uh, on the pictures on the dirt sheets so now we could have a, a demon Finn Balor that's the whole story that's it oh god this is so great who do you not believe the on- online it's, no, it's on the internet it's the truth you know why I'm laughing. <laughs> It's because ever since Finn Balor has been in NXT and he's had this entrance, okay, Mike Cologne, the minority one himself, has been screaming that, oh my God, I cannot wait to see this entrance. Hell yeah, the WrestleMania. Mania. And he's, he's not even going to be able to fucking see. <laughs> he's going to go, seriously, Mike Cologne is going to be on his phone fucking watching streaming the WWE Network from his seat in MetLife Stadium because it's the only way way he's going to see the fucking entrance. He's been dying years to see. And I was so disappointed last year because I was like, oh, he's coming out. Oh, they're they're opening with the IC title match. Okay. He's he's definitely being the demon. And then First person, that come, first person that comes out was Rollins. Second person to come out was The Miz. And I'm like, oh, if he's coming out last... He's definitely coming out as a demon. Yeah. <laughs> and then he it got a little gay, didn't with, it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, was like, I was like, I was very disappointed. I understood the message, but uh, I was just, I was disappointed as a fan because I, it was WrestleMania. This year, he's definitely coming out as a demon, and I'm gonna miss it because I'm not gonna be able to see it. I'll be able to see him when he's in the ring. I just won't be able to see from the stage to the ring. Uh, Finn Balor. Well, that's a, you know, that, that brings us to the point of four weeks before Mania, and they, they changed the IC Championship again. Like, what was the plan for him to win it and then just take it back off of him? And that almost – it could lead to another – I mean, the IC title has always been up for grabs lately, it seems like, in ladder matches to where – that could be good use for the United States Championship, but even all the guys that could possibly be in the IC Championship match itself to where you have Bobby Lashley, Finn mm. Balor, hell, throwing Leo Rush just because, you know, a lot of f- things are boiling, if you will. It's not a confirmed, so, but that's what we're getting online, right? So what? So you guys watched Raw, obviously, right? Okay. So you guys remember when Finn Balor made his uh, entrance this week on Raw, and then when he turned around, Bobby Lashley's just on the big screen? Okay. You guys, did you guys remember that image? Yeah. Okay. It just, it was Bobby Lashley's face. That's all it was. That shit reminded me of Zordon from the Power Rangers. <laughs> nice. You gotta go back Ooh. and look at that. Like, it, it just like the, that's the only thing I could see <laughs> was the Power Rangers 
and then Zordon because it was just Finn Balor's music was still playing. Finn Balor is in the ring and you just look at the Titan Tron and, and it's just Bobby Lashley's intense stare. That's all. I gotta, speaking of which, when you say, cause you name drop Leo Rush, he's not, I don't even think he's in that tournament on the, for the, for the cruiserweight title. Is he? No, he got bumped out first round. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I'm not really liking the bracket. Like I, that used to be a show that I watched religiously. Now it's become a dumpster fire. It is the drizzling shits because it, I remember one of the last episodes I saw. The the, the little midgets, uh, Spud. What's his name? Rockstar Spud. Whatever the fucking GM's name is, Mister AOP's manager and shit. So yeah, you're gonna start seeing some new faces in 205 Live. We got Hector Garza's fucking nephew or whatever it was. Okay. And nobody else. It's it's time to restock the fucking shows, ladies and gentlemen. The best reason to watch 205 Live was Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. A lot, of, a lot of those 205 guys are now going to the NXT UK. Which that that's that show is stacking up because now Noam Dar is over there, Jack Gallagher is over there, Cassius Ono is over at NXT UK now. Really? Uh, yeah, he's over there now too. I was watching an episode uh, last night of the NXT UK, and I gotta say, man, it, it's really good. It really is. Cooter, I, I you would really like it. You really would. If it's, you like how crazy. If you liked how um, 205 Live was booked previously, you'll you'll get into that. Because uh, I liked Noam Dar, and I and I liked a lot of the um, the stuff that Gallagher did because I enjoy his his mat wrestling style and all that stuff. But like, just the reason to watch 205 Live, there's nobody there anymore. I think TJP even got released. He's gone. So yeah. what what do we have over there for Christ's sake? Hector Garza's kid. Buddy Murphy, fucking uh, Brian Kendrick, Tazawa. That's going to end up before the pre-show. Uh, well, the cru- I feel like, man, the Cruiserweight's been... It's such an exciting match. Wouldn't it pick the fans up if that was actually put... That's what I'm, I'm worried about, because last WrestleMania I went to, it wasn't staggered right, if you will, and all the big stuff, you know... Do you think they're going to stagger this one out, especially with 17 matches to where they kind of need that Cruiserweight championship like in the middle or something to like get the fans excited again or bring them up? Like it, it, It's an upper, right? They need an upper after a downer kind of a thing. So I'll, I'll tell you something right now. I would be really disappointed, and I would just be mad, not only the fact that I'm sitting in the upper deck behind the stage, but the fact that, the cruiserweight title match, whoever it's going to be, it, and they're on the pre-show, but the SmackDown women's title match is like mid-show because that's a match that they, there's nobody for Asuka. Nobody. You, it, you're, you're two and a half to three weeks away from WrestleMania, and Asuka doesn't even have a set challenger and n- nothing that we could believe into going into WrestleMania. Last year... Asuka and Charlotte was the best match on, on that the card. card. No question. On the card. And we were looking forward to that match from the day that Asuka won that Royal Roman match because we knew it was going to deliver. I was very highly invested into the build-up to that match and the match. This year, 
Asuka going in as champion, she has nothing. That Who is it? There's not. It's going to end up being like a multi-woman match. Lana wants to get they in have, on that. Oh yeah, Lana. Yeah, Lana. <laughs> I'm sure that's another story, but. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be end up being a multi-woman match. Yeah, wait, Lana's right. If it's a multi-woman match, she's going to be in on it. This and I, it's terrible. It, 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 this is what I was talking about with people the other day, and like I think we mentioned it briefly last week, though. It's beginning to turn into everybody wins a trophy, and it's like. Why can't it just be the best of the best, man? Like, we don't need to have all these 20 multi-fucking matches. It should be the best storylines going into it, the best wrestlers in the world. This is WWE. Not everybody fucking deserves to be on the show and have like a match. Like Shane and fucking Miz, get out of here. That's a waste of a match and a spot on that long-ass show to where we could have something else great going on. And we'll, we'll see what we actually end up getting to see what was really not needed, but... You know what's crazy too? That's the best if it should be. You 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 basically had her beat Mandy Rose. You had her beat Sonya Deville uh, the the night after. What what I'm not understanding is if you have nothing for her and we're like three or four weeks away, why wouldn't you have just used what you had for Fastlane at WrestleMania and build up Mandy Rose that way? There is literally nobody except for what Naomi. Carmella, maybe they probably the best option they would have done or could have done since everybody's, you know, deciding to jump wherever they want to fucking jump these days on brands. Why they might as well have just thrown Natty to SmackDown and have Natty wrestle Asuka. At least, you know, you're going to get a great technical match True, right there, but there, there's nothing for her. And it's kind of sad because, you know, you, everybody knows how great Asuka is in the ring. Oh, she's incredible. She's yeah. probably she she on that roster. She's probably in ring. She's probably if not one, she's definitely number two. I yeah, mean, Charlotte. It's it's, it's it's a toss up. In ring, it's 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 Charlotte or Oscar. Let's be honest. I would put Charlotte over Oscar, in my opinion. I think Charlotte. Charlotte's just incredible a little more versatile yeah but i mean i think as but it's two completely different styles too i mean oscar's more of that matt based and striker and and charlotte's a little bit more of the high flyer you know showman type of thing we just don't let oscar talk well there you go i mean and if she does talk she yells in japanese violently and just kills somebody that's that's all you need from her Pretty much, I, I just I just don't understand. What, what's what do you do with somebody? And what's so crazy is they've kind of sort of ruined the Becky Ronda storyline for me because I hate the whole knee angle. Yeah, I hate I've hated it. I think it's pointless and stupid. They didn't need to do that. And I, I see somebody like Charlotte who could have just been removed from that match and put in the Oscar match and have a rematch. And now it's the shoes on the other foot. She's going after the belt, and Oscar's got it. Hmm. I thought that would have been the way to go. I, I just don't understand. You you bring up the the Becky Ronda storyline, and, and you're absolutely right, man. I was so into this, and then they kept bringing up the knee, bringing up the knee. They they need to just let the knee thing go because what I don't understand is this. Okay, we watched Fastlane, so we all saw the beating that Charlotte put on that knee. I mean, she literally beat the shit out of Becky's knee. I mean, two of the craziest Boston Crabs, single leg Boston Crabs on that knee. And then on Monday at the house show, she's no crutches. Oh and then Tuesday, 
she dumps her throws crush the crush. Side. Yeah, you I the seller, you sell it. God damn it! With the knee problems that you're having, and then after the beating your knee took on on that Sunday night, I think Tuesday you'd be in worse shape than you were before. No shit. It's you like leg wait. day. You don't you don't ever feel it the day after. <laughs> you usually feel it two days after. I'll tell you, I, I wish that they would literally everything that these girls are doing on social media, I wish they did it on TV. Because that's what's definitely bringing this feud for me. That's what's making. I mean, you guys saw the promo that uh, Becky cut right after the match, right? It's a WWE.com exclusive. We, we, we posted it on the Twitter page. It was fucking phenomenal. Amazing. We won't see that on TV though. Oh man. Well, this this brings up a good point, Mike, because I want to let everybody know that we have social media out there, and you're a lifesaver, Mike. Uh, I finally got you to take over a little bit of uh, the AWP Twitter, uh, if if you will. For me, I try to post the show when it goes up and whatnot, and it's just hard to keep up with everything else going on. But Mike, you were on our social media this week. Uh, especially on Twitter, getting some good responses. Can you tell us uh, some of the stuff we got out there? Because you definitely were uh, the first one with uh, a, a lot of things, and we were like the the, the the video of Ronda Rousey, I believe it was last week, was yeah, like I, one of the, the, second... the top tweeted uh, things we had going. It was awesome. I, I I beat people like Dave Meltzer and Mike Johnson and all them. I beat them to the Ronda video. I, <laughs> AWP beat the dirt sheets. And posting that Ronda video because, I mean, we got a lot of hits with that. Um, I, I just, you know, I just figured, you know, we needed a little uh, sprucing up and a little, little action on the, on the good old Twitter page where the interwebs are. And so I just got bored and started posting stuff. And we're getting a lot of good responses from people. So I really do like the uh, the back and forth. So everybody listening, man, just keep tweeting at us, man. We'll, we'll respond back. You ask us some questions. Maybe we'll read it on the air if you're lucky. And that's... <laughs> Hey, they got uh, good questions though. Any any of our friends tweet us back, Mike? Like that fuckboy doesn't have Twitter, but I know. <laughs> no, well, not that one. I know somebody who's got like three or four different handles. Uh, hmm. I'm just kidding. All right, forget it. Moving on, guys. Yeah, that's over my head. I don't know. So we had over. I was looking it up. We had over thirteen thousand views on the video you posted, um, which is pretty good. For, for what we had going there. So uh, people retweeting it and watching it. There's a whole Ronda Rousey backstage thing. So anyway, follow us at a wrestling POD. We still got to get Angry Cooter on there to just tweet angry things every day, but maybe one day. It's not happening. Well, maybe Fuck one day. off. That could be a thing on Patreon. For $2 a month, you can get Angry Cooter to tweet. And what will it be? An angry tweet towards you. <laughs> $5 extra. Cooter. He will jam his thumb up your sister's asshole. Cooter's going to be our Virgil. <laughs> Fuck where we, you. Where we just, he just takes donations. That's the only way we're going to get him to do something. We send him like a PayPal of like five, five bucks, 20 bucks here. That might have been the Funniest thing I think is anybody's ever done to me. We can get, like <laughs> even angry voicemails or something. You can call up fans and just leave them angry voicemails. It'd be uh, fun. No, well, here's, yes. a, here's a throwback. Here's a throwback. Yes. So, a, co- a couple years ago, I would say like maybe three or four years ago, it was Cooter's birthday, and I I, I decided to, to do something special for uh, Mr. Anger Cooter. <laughs> so, I reached out to Virgil, and we're talking about spaghetti sauce. You know, going to Olive Garden, fuck money, Virgil. And I reached out to him, and I I paid him a nice forty dollars. You paid forty bucks for that? Forty dollars it cost me. 
to get Virgil to tweet happy birthday to Angry Cooter. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing about it was I didn't say a single word to Cooter. I wouldn't say nothing. And the next thing you know, my phone is blowing up with Cooter going crazy because Virgil's tweeting at him. I was like, because I knew it was you. I knew that if nobody else would be that crazy, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah, that was at a time where, like, oh. you, like, were, like, I wouldn't say obsessed with the shit that Virgil does. Oh, I was. But, There's no question. Oh, money. But you were, like, a huge fan. I was definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm thinking about WrestleMania. I'm just thinking of, like, all the fucking shit that's going to happen, and I really don't want to get up again. Like, I really want to soak it in again this year, but... Man, there's going to be a pee break somewhere, and someone's going to have to take that. But what's the big deal about being a fucking host of WrestleMania? The New Day did it. They came out fucking twice. The Rock did it. He came out once. Hogan did it. It was one. It's like, what, she gets to open the show? Like, it doesn't matter. What the fuck is she going to do? And is she hiding another fucking injury? Because she had a match. What? at the? uh, She was in the Rumble. So I figured her injury was done. And she still hasn't wrestled since then. Like, what? Ha- yeah. they're, they're hiding something, or they just don't want Allegedly. her to wrestle. Allegedly, you know, I, I read on the Post interwebs. The fucking WrestleMania. A lot of my, a lot of my sources today is going to come from the interwebs, by the way. Uh, but yeah, allegedly she's injured again. I don't know what type of injury it is, um, and don't quote me on it. I got it from the interwebs. That, yeah, she's hiding another injury. That's why she's not participating in a match, but she's going to be a host. And you want to know something, guys? If she does an episode of uh, A Moment of Bliss, I'm not going to see it. Because yeah, she, she'll probably get booed out of the state, the fucking arena anyway because of that. No, the, the crowd gets dead when that happens, whenever they have those segments. Except for that one time when her tits looked very perky. Well, dude, listen, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying... From from the television show aspect of it, I mean, we're sitting there drooling, but if you listen to the crowd, it's like, they couldn't stand it. It's like, what do we need a talk show for? Yeah. Well, th- those those people live in their mom's basement, drinking their code reds, typing on their keyboards. Me, I gave Alexa Bliss a standing ovation that night when it looked like she just came out of, like, had like a two-day recovery from a boob job. It looked fucking great. Mm. That's a perky. I really liked it. She looked good that night. Wow, it's a way. I'm gonna go clean my room. I'm gonna go. Clean <laughs> it's a way. I, I don't know. It's like, man, it, it, they don't even have anything for her to do except for be a fucking host of it. And I don't get it. I don't see it yet. But anyway, what about another person being wasted? And I'm, I hate this because I feel like this dude had something going for him. Braun Strowman. I feel like he he, he stood out from the rest. He was that spectacle. He's fucking lifting cars and doing that shit. Granted, you know, he he's just a, a monster, right? He's the monster among men. But now he's like doing silly stuff with Saturday Night Live. He breaks a car, then they advertise it on the fucking the toy uh, section of the WWE shop. You could buy the fucking car that breaks apart for your action figures. Uh, Braun Strowman, I feel like, could be having bigger matches, and st- he's just being used as a joke right now. I don't. Uh, last year that's, the fucking tag team with the kid, right? Yeah, the fucking Nicholas. God, please don't do that shit again, fucking. Uh, I, and that's the thing joke, that drives man. you nuts is, is that fucking WrestleMania is supposed to be the fucking creme de la creme. And, you know, it's supposed to be like the end of your, your storyline, your, the end of everything, right? And the, the next night is a start like a, of a new season, so to speak, right? So he's built up all year, built up all year. 
two years in a row, only to get wasted in a tag match with a random kid. God, change the fucking writers. I, I can't. I, I. It's for me working in TV and stuff. I feel like it's just a bunch of yes men. Somebody has a stupid fucking idea, and all they do is yes them to death because they just want to be. Of course, we love your idea. It sounds great. You know, kiss an ass, and it's like. They need people in there to say, no, it's a fucking horrible idea. Cooter, man, you're my you're my horrible man guy to where I have to ask you, is this you need to tell me if it's bad or not. And uh, you, you tell I me like it is. Do. We need oh, uh, yeah. we need angry cooters everywhere because they tell it like it is, and that's what you guys that's what you need. I don't want to be looking like an idiot because I think an idea is good, but nobody else does. You know, like I'd rather somebody say, hey, you should probably do something different, and that's what they need for fucking guys like Strowman. But uh, one thing, uh, guys, uh, this is gonna be. Uh, crazy! It's another match for Mania. Uh, it's pretty much looking like it's going to be Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, but this week coming up, he has a gauntlet match with possibly, possibly one of the hardest gauntlet matches I think ever to date. Um, it's the bar that he couldn't beat the prior week at Fastlane when he got suckered into the match, right? Uh, uh, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton. Uh, and uh, the what do you call him the the bald Sheamus or whatever the upside down uh, Sheamus Rowan <laughs> Rowan uh, so he has to beat these guys in a gauntlet match uh, is it possible is this is this this is what's gonna happen or is are we gonna get some help from the new day I, to... just, I don't like Orton or Samoa Joe being involved in this yeah. only because they have their own programs going and I I just feel like. You know, a loss in this to the, it's and not not discrediting Kofi. I don't want to come off saying like that, but just just a loss for those two in general. I, I don't know. I just I don't want to see them lose right now, especially with the programs they have going right now, which I'm actually invested in. I really do like it. Um, but Kofi, the the story with Kofi right now, I'm I'm actually really liking the story. I mean, the promo that he cut to Vince on Tuesday night, I thought was great, and. They're actually they're kind of stacking the odds against him. It kind of like it kind of reminds me of Kill Bill, where they did everything they possibly could to kill this bitch and they just bury her and she just keeps coming out of nowhere. That's what I'm kind of looking at it as. Um, that and then someone posted a funny picture. Of the, um, I think it was yesterday or today. Of you guys, remember uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World? That movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Creed, someone... I was obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, Don't even somebody... get me fucking started. <laughs> well, we somebody... gotta watch this. We're gonna do stuff. No, we're not, dude. Oh, no. we tried filming so much a long time ago. Another uh, day, another story. Did, I had nothing for that shit. Another day, somebody, another story. <laughs> somebody posted a like a meme picture of that that same uh, poster, but it's Kofi Kingston versus the World, and it has like everybody participating in the gauntlet with Vince McMahon above him, like the evil like <laughs> villain. And it was actually pretty creative. A lot of people didn't understand it, but I, I've seen that movie so many times that I got it as soon as I saw it. But I, I, what do you guys think about the about the build up for Kofi so far? I mean, there's no, there's allegedly no feud, but the story I think is really good. It's out of nowhere too, man. Because I mean, it, it, this is all just happening because. I'm a, I'm a go hard. Uh, 
broke his nose from the, the week prior, and then they put Kofi Kingston in the match, and then the fans fucking were so behind him. It's is you know, it's like did they really know that the fans were gonna do? You know, it's it's crazy how it's you know, the, the people, right? It's people power. Uh, that it seems like it's almost happening because of the people. The, after that, ch- the the cheer from Elimination Chamber or whatnot. It seems like it's organic this time, but real quick though, did you see the tweet that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, tweeted out? He said that, and quote, pitched the Kofi gauntlet at Titan Tower over a decade ago to deaf ears. This journey he's on is real. Kofi tells a hell of a story in the ring, and I hope you watch this chapter. So Freddie Prince is saying that he pitched this idea of them doing this kind of uh, match years ago. That was probably at the time where Kofi was hot, right, with the, the whole Orton angle. And where he wasn't yeah. Jamaican anymore, but then that fell apart. But uh, now we're getting it for real, Cooter, man. It's uh, uh, this is Daniel Bryan. Could it be another one-on-one match, or will this turn into another fucking everybody's invited to, to this? Yeah, is this going to be another gangbang? <laughs> no pun intended, and that wasn't a racial comment, so don't get me Triple started. main event. You know, it was funny. I was listening to uh, to another podcast uh, oh, a couple days ago. Listening to I another thought I was going to get a chance podcast. to talk over here. Oh, uh, you're talking about gangbangs. I'm actually. All right, go ahead. No, it's all right. Go, <laughs> he had a segue please. for gangbangs, and that was not even. Oh scripted. yeah, oh yeah, great, great job, Mike. <laughs> just, just step on the punchline, fucker. <laughs> oh, cause you asked me what I think of this match. <laughs> oh, then I went online and I heard this <laughs> thing. And the well, I most respectable spot on interwebs there. Kind of like fucking Jr. You this is what happens when we Skype because we're not in the same room, so it's like. But I was I was trying to apologize for cutting you off, asshole. No one sounds like Jr. But you. Go on. Go on, angry cooter. Talk. All right, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead, Mike. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, fucking. No, I mean, this is a fluke to me. I, I get how everybody was excited for Kofi, and they they had that he he almost won in the elimination chamber because he was just a replacement for yeah. Oh my God, Credo, stop it! I'm a, I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna go hard. Uh, I got the Macho Man glasses Dude, going it's on. It's right like, now. how long is this gonna like go on for? Because I I really don't care. I'm. I'm so over the New Day as a group, as tag champions. I don't care if any of them get, like, a singles run. Like, it's nice that he's getting a chase for the title, but uh, I don't... uh, Him winning would have been a nice surprise at the Chamber. Yeah. Now we're just striking it out, and I'm just like, eh. I don't care. I, I still don't understand what they're doing with this whole balance of power because it seemed like I remember years ago hearing that they were going to do a McMahon's versus McMahon's like Vince with the power over Triple H and Stephanie and now that's what's kind of happening to where Becky Lynch they made her apologize she was in it and then Vince pulled her out and then Kofi uh, was going to have a match and then Vince pulled him out and it's now McMahon, now Shane's turned heel too and it's like what are they doing with this this powers of the McMahon's now now they're just heels or or do they think this is saving the ratings? But you know, I would think that like you know she she obviously got suspended, um, and then once they reinstated her, state uh, reinstated her. I I would think that her Royal Rumble Rumble win would be back in effect. I know. Yeah. After the reinstation, I I don't know. The storyline was great. They didn't need the McMahon's. I, I just. I think everything that they were doing, because it, it just felt real on Twitter and on social media, 
was better than what they're doing on TV. When you have the writers and you have everybody, everybody in the back, creative pigeonholing you and putting their thumb on everything, it, it kind of like you know holds it back a little bit. But you know, you let these girls go on Twitter and just be who they are and just take the storyline to another level on their own. It just makes it so much better. And I wish they had that creative freedom to do that on TV. It's the road to WrestleMania, though, guys. Like, uh, like, 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 I, like I mentioned before, and and Cooter, if you ever get a chance, I know you haven't seen it. I posted it on on the AWP uh, Twitter pages to promo that Becky cut right after her match with Charlotte, and the reason why it was so good because it wasn't scripted. It was, it was literally like just her just shooting the shit and just talking shit, and it was great. But you, you're not going to see it on TV. You're just going to see it on the internet. Mike thinks I'm going on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. No, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. That a girl. Just, well, just put it right on my front door. I'll, I'll open that Amazon package eventually. My goodness. Guys, you know, it's only a few weeks away. We have – we're probably going to be finding out a lot more next week and then the following week. And then WrestleMania – we're gonna be there. We're, we're staying over, so we have to have like a an EWP after party or something. We gotta we gotta get the fans together and I don't know talk wrestling. Did you like the show? Was it good? Oh great! Oh my god! <laughs> just just fucking kill me now! Jesus Christ! Just killing it. Can we talk about NXT? Something that might actually be good. We could talk about certain things in NXT, <laughs> not everything. Okay. I, did I did it again. I did it again. Let's just. Oh, did I, did, did I just. What did I miss? Okay. Let's just put <laughs> this down. So, we all know that I, I, I like to watch NXT as if I'm watching it live. Like I, I just want to feel that excitement. I don't read the spoilers. I don't read the tapings. I don't do that stuff. So, we have a rundown. Okay. <laughs> And they, they did the NXT tapings yesterday. And in our rundown, the the Mark father himself, <laughs> Mr. Credo over here, decides to put you know the title match for NXT Brooklyn, which hasn't been announced yet on TV. Hasn't even, like, nothing has been brought up of how this match came about. But he decides to put it in the rundown. I read that, and I'm just, it's got a little angry. Oh. I wanted to in, I wanted to sit down and, and watch the <laughs> match. That's like the third time, bro. Now, now I know, and here's the and thing. You know is... what? Because I saved him. He did it. No, this would have been the fourth time. Because remember last week, <laughs> he, he was texting shit, and I, and, I, and I had already seen it. And I'm like, yo, I don't think Mike watched that yet. Erase that. Erase that. And we found a way that in, in Facebook Messenger, we can delete messages that were already sent. He's like, And you're like, what the fuck did you guys send me? You just see Credo saying, do not read this. Do not read this. And we found a way to – I'm like, Jesus Christ, Credo. You're like the worst. Fuck, I'm never – that's why I fucking – And here's we're, the thing. Let's say, Credo, we're, uh, we're going to revoke NXT. Uh, and I, I, was try, I was really trying to be good because, you know, yes, I, 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 past times I, I did it, <laughs> I we, which is another Patreon thing we could do uh, where you join us and chat because we chat during the Raws, the Smackdowns, whatever, uh, if we're not in the same room. And it's, it's a hilarious chat. And – Things we say on there will probably be hold against us in the court of law one day, but <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that's another day. And uh, if you want to pay $5 a month, you can join the chat room or whatever. Anyway, but no, I so I came across the news because I like seeing what's going on. I want to see if, if I missed anything because I do watch Raw religiously. SmackDown I'll catch whenever. NXT I'll catch when I can. And I saw the news and as I was reading it, I saw that it was taped. Uh, but the way I read it or whatever I was reading, and I have to find it if it still exists out there, but I read it as this happened on night one. And then we're going to find out what's yada 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 with the next few tapings. So, to me, I didn't think it was a spoiler because oh, I thought that's thought what happened live on Monday. Oh, on, the way yeah. I read it, I didn't read that, like, this is on night four it's the or same three excuse or... you gave us last three times. Oh, I know, and now it's... I can't even talk about any news now. I can't even... Like, we're going to have no rundowns and just... <laughs> just, just, just stay away from the NXT news. Okay. But leave the NXT stuff to me and Cooter. Lesson learned. <laughs> the more we know. <laughs> because you know, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it for the listeners because there are some listeners that probably are just like me who just want to watch it. As I literally do not know what's going on. And goddamn, yeah. I, I mean, the writing is kinda on the wall for what the match was gonna be. But I want to know how they got there. That's what I want to know. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. So no spoilers tonight on another wrestling podcast. But uh, tune in next week. What will happen? Who will win? Who's going to take over? Uh, but yeah, man. it's uh, This is it, though. This is the beginning. Because we're going to get... Uh, the next few shows are going to be even more heavily packed because WrestleMania will change by the day. Once again, let us know. Anotherwrestlingpodcast.com has all of our stuff. Like us, follow us, subscribe, rate, review, leave some love, tweet your hate mail to at Angry Cooter. You know, off. This is this is what we're doing. And guys, uh, once again, we're going to be at that Mania Crawl. You heard us talk about it briefly in the beginning. I do want to say that Mania Crawl is an annual event that coincides with the biggest Pro Wrestling Show of the Year, WrestleMania. Mania Crawl is going to bring out hundreds, maybe thousands of wrestling fans from all around the world together for one incredible bar crawl. Right, Cooter? You're going to go there. We're, Mike, we're doing it up, right? It's The event's 100% free for the fans, by the fans, with the goal of raising money for Connor's Cure. So this year, the event's going to be held in the Hoboken, New Jersey area, just 15 minutes away from MetLife Stadium. Mania Crawl will also offer a VIP package that includes a Mania Crawl shirt, a koozie, bus transportation, because Angry Cooter said, if you're going to get wasted, why uh, why drive, right? you got to get a get VIP'd to MetLife Stadium. But you're actually- goddamn right, because you know what? WrestleMania tickets are expensive, but you know what else is expensive? A fucking DWI. That's that's very that's very expensive. So so act quick, guys, because there's only a limited number of VIP tickets available. There were 55 to start. There's probably less than that now for purchase. So uh, make sure you head on over to maniacrawl.com. Stay updated by following at maniacrawl on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at a wrestling pod. Uh, tweet us, like us, follow us, all that fun stuff, guys. Hey, guys, I got a question. You guys watch SmackDown this week, right? Yes. You guys happen to catch Rey Mysterio's gear. <laughs> Yo, I wanted to say that. What's up with the singlet? He's going to start teaming with Oscar soon. It, it looked like it looked like the, the Borat bathing suit. Yes! What the <laughs> fuck, Bubba? And the best part about it is once Corey Graves got realized it, they just went off on the commentating team. And I can only imagine Vince in their ear 
yelling at them to get their shit together. You know it's bad. Like I, I watched it again too because it was so funny. You know it's bad when Byron Saxton has to take over commentary for the rest of the match. Because <laughs> these two, Tom Phillips and Corey Graves, cannot stop laughing and making fun of it. Oh, man. No. Fun City. so true. Tweet that, uh, tweet that out, Mike. We got to tweet that out. Yo, I don't even understand. Because at, I'm like, when he when Rey Mysterio came back, he was in such fantastic shape. It was probably the best shape I've seen him in. And probably his entire fucking career. A couple of months on the road. Uh, too many stops at the fucking, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know. God, that fucking pot belly is coming back, Ray. Quick. You I'm not even talking on. about the pot belly. I'm talking about the fucking thong he was wearing. No kidding, but I'm just saying the reason why a lot of them wear that singlet, too. When the fuck did you ever see Ray Mysterio wearing a singlet? It's because they use it to cover up the fucking belly and to pull that shit in. I'm telling you, it's fucked up. Ray Mysterio is a chubby little bastard, bro. When he, whew. man, yo, it's yo. SmackDown is the land of of uh, Bizarro Land. Ray Mysterio is wearing a singlet. AJ Styles actually cut a promo that I was actually impressed with, and Randy Orton countered with a promo that I was actually interested in. What the fuck's gonna be next? <sighs> oh, we got. I mean, we have Mysterio wearing a thong. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of Randy Orton and AJ Styles, and and I, I really loved that promo. Yeah, it was great. I, now, now you know what they got to do. This will never happen. I was <laughs> thinking about this the other day. This will never happen. W will never allow it because Randy has an issue with all the indies. Yeah, and all the guys. He should just go to every indie show locally and just just do run-ins and beat the shit out of like indie wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> use that to promote the match. I really did like that exchange between him and AJ. I mean, Randy was great with his exchange. Uh, AJ responding was was great as well. I, and I think those guys are gonna kill it in ring. I just want to oh, see yeah. where they go with next. Yeah, I always feel like both of these guys kind of like bump matches the past few years where. Uh, it was like AJ Styles' first one was Chris Jericho, which is all right, but I wanted him to win. But then he got stuck with Shane McMahon and all, this, or whatever it was. And I'm, I'm happy that these guys kind of don't have to do a stupid job of somebody else. And like we're getting like two the highest quality wrestlers, if you will, in this era uh, going against each other. So this is AJ's fourth WrestleMania now. Wow. So we talk we talk about great promos. Cooter, uh-huh. give me, give me what I want. Oh, come on. Give me, give me, you know what I want. Give me what I want. You say it. Don't spray it, Batista. Jesus give, give Christ. Me, just give me what I want. How, 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 can you say a sentence without what looked like a waterfall just give me, coming give me, out of your mouth? Give me what I want. You know what I want. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. What do you want, Batista? What do you want? For, for, it was just like a, this was like a five or ten minute exchange. They sounded like little kids. Like, give me what you, give me what I want. No. For you a goddamn thing. You don't, How you did Time Show quit this company? I, I don't think, have to give you shit. I, I think of a lot of stupid shit sometimes. Like <laughs> just the, the hamster wheel just starts rolling in my head. Just a lot of stupid want. shit. I, I watched that promo again, and all I could think of is the Spice Girls wannabe. That one fucking song. I, I just it's just all I've heard. Just give me what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> Actually the words are so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And yes, I know it's for the fucking storyline, Credo. It's called uh, a parody. You know what a parody is? I know, but I like the 
Like we're all we're all three of us are parodies of actual broadcasters. That's what we're basically. Yeah, they Well, guys, uh, let's save some for next week, shall we? I'm done for the evening. I don't know. Done already? We just got warmed up. Yeah, I finally come out of my coma. I'm a, and, and fucking, I'm ready to. I'm a, I'm a go hard. I'm a go hard. And Credo's fucking packing it in. Fuck off, bitches. Yeah.